Super Talk Mississippi media production. In Mississippi, with our ever-changing weather, termites and household pests can disrupt your family life and take a toll on your home. Call Family Termite and let us help protect your home. 601-933-1014. Or reach us at www.family-termite.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't you forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. Of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But today, head on over to supertalktv.com on your computer or your mobile device. You'll see I'm not alone in the studio today. i got two handsome men here with me, Oliver Luckett and Scott Quinn. They are with Yazoo Yopon Tea. They're bringing back some, they're making something old new again right in the exactly. in the t world but they're also doing some incredible things in the mississippi delta so welcome thank, thank you. you thank you all right oliver take me back eight thousand years ago ah. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on in the mississippi in delta yeah, yeah what was going on in the mississippi delta well, you know, that the, you guys are i mean the mississippi delta is such an important uh geological place uh and and such important place in human history you know human beings have been here for a very long time because of the river and because of the rich alluvian soil, uh, and it really is sort of the cradle of North American civilization, if you will. And so uh, back then, uh, after the woodland culture and then what became the Mississippian era, you know, we we see all these Indian mounds that we that we see in Greenville and and the Winterville mounds and in Clarksdale and the Carson City mounds and all these mound structures. And there's now a mound trail that you know people like Jessica Crawford have spent a lot of tremendous energy and time putting together mm-hmm. to to kind of recognize. But there's also a whole cultural element to it, and so. Uh, Yopan, which was called Kassena, uh was uh, a very important plant uh, for both uh, everyday use and for religious sacrament. And we're learning more and more every day as we start to uncover the story of it. But in, even in Clarksdale, you know, we've discovered maps recently from 1539 and 41, where you know Ground Zero Blues Club, you know, the legacy of my father and Morgan Freeman, was built literally adjacent to uh, a a, a temple mound. Uh, and so we're starting to see this. And so Yopan was also used as, as uh, a ceremonial beverage. And it was a very important to uh, the everyday lives and to the ceremonies of the indigenous people of this area. And then it was forgotten. And it was erased uh, really by the efforts of the British. They didn't want the North Americans and the settlers, if you will, or the, or the colonists to have their own source of caffeine, to have their own source of tea, especially one that didn't need sugar. And so if you look more deeply into the history of it, uh, you know, we are sitting on a gold mine here uh, that was really erased by the British. They literally changed the name from Ilex Cassina, the Linnaean name mm-hmm. at the Royal Library in, in London, 
they changed it to Ilex Vomitoria in order to slander the name. In the 1773 British Tea Act, they made it illegal because the French and and, uh, Spanish had a lucrative trade with the indigenous people for over 200 years, trading Cassina back to Europe. Even Benjamin Franklin owned a Cassinery and has, we have letters uh, that Jessica has helped us find, uh, letters to Benjamin Franklin from French associates asking them for more tea to be sent over. And then we learned recently, and it's just been, you know, the, the point of all of this is that it's been such an amazing yeah. rediscovery in your backyard. And that's, that's what I'm literally saying. how this all kind of, we jumped to the story. Yeah. It, it, it is, you know, my father, Bill Luckett, um, who passed away two years ago, actually next week, um, he, um, uh, he brought us back to Clarksdale uh, when he was diagnosed uh, with cancer, and he was very private about it. Nobody really knew why Scott and I showed up from Reykjavik, Iceland one day, and we're like, we're back in Clarksdale, we're moving in. Uh, but, you know, we were there to be with him and to, and to celebrate him and his life because, you know, he had, right. it was very serious what he was diagnosed with. Uh and so, you know, having worked at Disney and having had kind of an adventurous life, I was always taught to look at things with the eyes of the guest as if something, everything was new, right? Everything is new to you. And so, you know, Scott and I were looking and, and we also have a lot of artist friends. So we invited some artist friends to come kind of celebrate the music of Clarksdale. So we painted, Scott orchestrated the painting of uh, these incredible murals on Ground Zero that you'll see now that celebrated Robert Johnson and the Crossroads and uh, and Mississippi John Hurt and Muddy Waters and you know even Nate Dogg and Sam Cooke and Ike Turner and Rick Ross all of these incredible music artists right from Clarksdale yeah. right here you know it's like when you start looking at it with those lens of a tourist or the lens of a guest in Disney parlance you know you start discovering things and sure enough on November twenty first of 2020, uh, Andrew Verbus, a gentleman who works for Whole Foods or, or owns a company that works with Whole Foods called Pacha Soap, which is at every Whole Foods. You'll see it. It's like kind of like the, the, the soap section of Whole yeah. Foods. He went into my dad's backyard and came back with a handful of leaves and said, I'm going to make your dad some delicious tea. I can't believe you have these trees in your backyard. And we're like... Okay. Look, Andrew, I really <laughs> appreciate you. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate you, Tom Shoes of you know essential oils. We know you got kidnapped in the Congo one time, but you're not going to feed my this father. This is Mississippi. We don't grow trees in the backyard. <laughs> exactly. Tea in the backyard. Exactly. Blueberries, maybe. The, the mosquitoes will carry a small child away, and we're not going to eat the red poison holly bushes. Right. Yeah. Literally. I mean, that was our discussion. And he said, "That's the story that I want to tell you." And exactly. And then I look over, and my dad's like, "Ooh, it's delicious," and I'm like. What? <laughs> dad, put it down. Did he steep it for your dad, or he, did he, he make it? He made it with the leaves. He made it, and he steeped it as a hot tea, and my dad loved it. And he's like, oh, Oliver, he's like, this is the story. And it's it's just not every day that you discover mm-hmm. this, what we believe is a billion-dollar industry in well, your dad's backyard. a billion-dollar industry. And, you know, every bit of tea you've consumed, with the tiny exception of some entrepreneurial people in Charleston, South Carolina, and here in Mississippi, you know, but the plant Camellia sinensis is means of Asia. Tea, the East India British Tea Company, is not the North American Tea Company, right? It's it, because that plant and just Mother Nature, the way it was designed, that plant requires high altitude and humidity. 
we have the Rocky Mountains. We don't have the lush tropical equatorial right. you know, mountains like they do in Asia and, and North Africa and other places. And so it just isn't suited to grow in this environment. It's sort of like trying to grow wine in places. That in shouldn't it, be. That yeah. shouldn't be, exactly. And so it's just not a scalable crop. Yet here we have this endemic, which means both unique and indigenous, endemic species that only grows in North America. It grows from the Florida panhandle, where the Timucua Indian were, all the way up to the Mississippi Delta along the coast. It loves that sandy soil that the Delta is so you know, mm-hmm. famous for, our sandy alluvian, alluvian floodplain. And, uh, and it grows incredibly well because it doesn't require pesticides as caffeine was designed to ward off leaf-eating insects. And, uh, That's and, why and, I love caffeine. And it rewards pollinators. Well, it also rewards pollinators if there's a lot of competition. And remember, the Mississippi Delta was a swamp, swamp. and an yeah. old forest. And a, you, so know, I mean, you it, could survive as a plant back correct. Know, before <laughs> all that. You had to be special. You were special. <laughs> you yeah. were special. And, and the unique thing is, and, and the reason it was rediscovered, which is really funny, is in 2015... Uh, there uh, were some researchers from uh, the University of Illinois, which has a great archaeology department, and they uh, Cahokia, which if you've ever been to St. Louis, outside of St. Louis, uh, Cahokia um, has these incredible mounds, 100-foot tall. It's called Monk's Mound. We actually got to go there with our friend Marlon Blacklaw, the architect. He took us there for the summer solstice, yeah. and all the planets were aligned Weren't with they the mounds. So incredibly oh, intelligent oh. with you. It's just fabulous. And so we uh, we went there and we learned, uh, and I, I massacre his name. It's chocolate. Help me, Scott. The researcher's name. But he had basically discovered this cup called the Cahokia Cup. And he scraped the cup. And then he put it into uh, a spectral analysis machine to look at the chemicals that of the, what was being consumed by the indigenous people in this cup 2,000 years ago. And it, they kept finding all of this theobromine. And theobromine is very unique to chocolate. And they were like, well, how in the world is chocolate getting all the way up here to St. Louis? Chocolate is from, you know, equatorial right. regions, South America, Central America. Were they trading cocoa? Did the Mayans trade all the way up? And so there was this entire mythology that there was this international trade, so to speak, you know, three, 2,000 miles up the river. And nautical in- technology at the time. It's Not just that they weren't some very, I'm yeah. sure, aggressive rowers that were going to row up the Mississippi, <laughs> but, you know. I mean, Scott just swam 1.2 miles in a triathlon, and I don't know if it they're making it, it 2,000 miles. Yeah. No, it definitely Going was not. Against. It was at Shelby Farms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but so what they, re- what they discovered, though, is that it wasn't chocolate. It, it actually, it was Yopan. And that was the rediscovery moment in 2015 that led us to today. Led us to today. And we're going to learn more about the Yazoo Yopan story coming up next here on Good Things.
positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Watch good things. We're on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. We're continuing our conversation with Yazoo Yopon founders. We've got Oliver Luckett. We have Scott Quinn in the building, and they chose Clarksdale of all the places you might could have done it, Oliver. Hmm. Yeah, I know you came back home because when your dad got fell ill, uh, Bill Luckett, you felt a connection to Clarksdale, but you specifically, with intention, said, I'm bringing an industry here. I'm going to create an industry here. What led you to that? I mean, you know, it was really the discovery of it in Clarksdale. And then and then suddenly, you know, working with people like the Crossroads Economic Development Group, John Levingston, who had been really close with my father uh, when my father had a failed gubernatorial attempt. You know, he was mayor of Clarksdale. Um, and so I think that it was a combination of things. Number one, it was being back home and feeling a sense of place and really Scott and I felt yep. comfortable there. You know, most people are so surprised our life in L.A. or our life in Reykjavik, Iceland, that people are like, well, what do you do? And what like, we love it. We love being back there because of the authenticity and the openness of people. It's It's been surprising and great. And then we just got this incredible flood of support from the Mississippi Development Authority, from the Delta Regional Authority, from John Levingston Economic Development. Very pleasantly surprised that it was like Mississippi was open for business. Mm-hmm. And we had just spent five years in Iceland helping that nation recover from an economic collapse. And so we kind of spoke the language of economic development. But but to actually see it in a place like Clarksdale and to just watch every little action that we did over the last year and a half really affect people's lives directly has motivated us tremendously. I mean, we really started it off in a fun way with the mural we did on Ground Zero with, yeah. uh, with Devin Liston. It was his art. And Devin now um, lives in Clarksdale. He's yeah. a friend of ours from Los Angeles. So they say, once you get a taste of the Delta, I mean, seriously, it's like you know the famous band Kaleo that's on a world tour right now. Their manager just bought a house two doors down yeah. from us in Clarksdale from a tour bus, having never been to Clarksdale. Luckily, he's been now, and he and he loves it, and he's he's very supportive. But you know, we see Clarksdale as this kind of unique oasis uh, for creative people, for for uh, really trying new things. Um, it's got an open spirit. It's got this great, rich history of music and and art and culture and writing. And, you know, my father, actually, his last interview, as we were talking about, was on Coast View. Uh, And so, you know, I listened to that this morning. It was a year ago on my birthday, last year, right before my dad's passing. And, you know, when he and Morgan started cultural tourism there and really amplified it with the blues, you know, they were seeing tourists coming there. They're like, why are you here? You know, we didn't even really have a connection with the blues. And so, you know, he and Morgan looked at each other and said, you know, we could do something about that. And given Scott and our background of our adventures and our journeys and our successes, it's like we can do something about it. And so. And this is going to add that other layer. Yeah, you have like the tourism piece to it, but you're adding in a whole other industry. Like you're creating an industry also for lasting jobs and, you know, the ability to grow. So what's the vision for Yazoo Yopon? Well, we have a big vision, you know, uh, 
right now we're in the process. Uh, we have a 1.5 million tree program. Uh, we partnered uh, early on with a company called Yopan Brothers, which were pioneers in making Yopan into a product, uh, Brian and Kyle White uh, Brothers. And we have another partnership uh, with Ty Strode uh, in Apoca, Florida at AgriStarts. And they're the largest creator of blueberry trees in the world. I mean, it's an amazing facility. It's like a robotic tree farm. Jurassic Park for plants. It's almost. just incredible. Very cool. It's so cool. And so we literally have, with the hard work of Brian and, and Ty and the program they created, uh, an incredible 1.5 million tree program that we're working with. We brought in this incredible woman, Angela Tenbrook, who uh, won Agriculturist of the Year last year. And these are the types of talent and people that when you have such an authentic story mm-hmm. and you have this moment of rediscovery and you have the backdrop of Clarksdale and what Dad and Morgan and so many other people created it's together. Recipe. It's a perfect recipe. And it's like Mississippi, you know, we have a new flag, we have a new identity, we have a new story, we're about inclusion and about respecting all the different people that came through here that have had the resilience that's kept Mississippi and especially the coast and the delta through. But there's also nothing so Mississippi as a glass of tea. That is exactly right. And that's what's so fascinating is here we're returning home a product that was always meant to be here that was the real original southern tea that doesn't require diabetes level 7 sugar. Right. I mean, you're tasting this tea right now. And I am right, right now, and it's delicious. I'll have to admit. And it, and it has no sugar that. because right. it doesn't have tannic have acid. More, you like. And that's why the British, I would love some more. Yep. And, so, and so, you know, what we're doing is is that with the help of Mississippi Development Authority, Delta Regional Authority, the Coma County, I mean, the list is just incredible. The community college, we've created a program of 1.5 million trees. We've got the first 100,000 or so in the ground. Uh, we even have a maze in the shape of the Cokia Cup and that Scott planted himself, the first 1,500 trees from our cell tissue culture program. But we also have an incredible new facility that we call the Rainbow Connection in honor of Jim Henson, you know, who's a Leland resident yeah. right down the road. Uh, but, you know, for the inspiration, because we see this as an opportunity for people to be proud of where they're from. Well, as soon as you said that, I got a text. How can I get involved? Yeah, excellent. Well, there, there are a lot of ways to get involved. <laughs> you know? I don't know who you are, but there are lots of ways. So what, what's amazing about it, so we're building a 38,000-square-foot facility right now. Uh, we great break ground officially in December. Marlon Blackwell, the number one architect in America right now, has given his vision to it because of Dad's connection to him. And just I'm trying to, you know, really take advantage of all the the great will that he created. Um and at the same time, like create something magical and new, you know, just with what I learned at Disney and what what I learned about inspiring people. And so we're building this regenerative agricultural center. Angela has taken the reins of that. You know, we have a food desert. We've got to build stability within the community right. to have healthy employees, to have people that are excited about this. And so the two biggest goals we have is number one is we're putting an endemic species back in the ground. It doesn't need 93,000 liters of water or be Roundup ready or have five different sprays on it. Or die order. every year and have right. to be replanted. Or, exactly. Or die every year or to be replanted or be part of a, a monoculture farming system. This plant grew here for thousands of years. Let's put it back in the ground and let's harvest its leaves. It's regenerative. We don't destroy it. And let's make an incredibly lucrative product because tea is the most consumed beverage Absolutely. in America. And let's make that in Mississippi. 
Mississippi, so we don't have all the transport cost of 8,000 miles in this. And if someone wants to start buying it now, how do they do absolutely. that? Absolutely. So we have local retailers. Uh, there's Beacon Supply here in Jackson. Uh, we've got uh, local retailers in Clarksdale. But I've also had the honor of going on QVC five times. We've done five sellout specials. It's available at yazooyopan.com. It's on Amazon. It's on walmart.com. We've done a great e-commerce business out of this. QVC has really been helping us push. Uh, as I said, who knew Mississippi tea would be we on also QVC? Have, um, we also have beans and leaves, which yeah, is up beans in, and leaves uh, in South Haven. In right? South Haven. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you think about it, the way I watched you do it, it's just tea bags, just like you would already have in your um, cabinet. So it's the same process. It's not a different process. Right. So you don't have to. Ch- you're not changing anything no, no. except for intentional purchasing. And it makes right. the most delicious iced tea you've ever had. I mean, literally, it's, you take a mason jar, you put two or three bags, depending on your taste. You can't oversteep it. You pour in hot water and you stick it in the fridge and you can refill it two or three times because it doesn't oversteep. It doesn't have tannic acid. And we drink it all day long. And it's an incredible product. And Scott, I hear it goes good with vodka. Huh? <laughs> it does indeed. Tell them about what we're doing tomorrow. So this weekend we're doing some specialty cocktails in collaboration with Cathead at the Twilight Series concerts tomorrow. Um, in the summer, they had their first series in July, and I did the the Magic Cat, which used the Delta Magic Tea, and Cat Head, and a few other special ingredients that I whipped up. But so this uh, tomorrow we have that same cocktail back by popular demand, but also the Fall Cat, which is using the Delta Orange Tea that you are drinking right now. Last night we had a little preview party. And went through about half the. I'm going to have to make more stuff today for sure. Exactly, exactly. Well, then you know so, it's a it's a big hit. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, every time you, you open your mouth, it's something good coming out of it. In terms of all the pieces that came together for this uh, for this to happen, I feel like, man, what a cool way to honor your dad. Aww. I know that's a big thing, but you know, he laid the found uh, the foundation and the groundwork with all of his love and and his life legacy there in Clarksdale. And you're just picking up the reins in a, in your own unique way, and and grow, and building upon. It right and sort of building upon that, and I think it's cool too to see that Mississippi can get excited about its history in a in a, in a way that they can be proud it's, and see it come full circle, and then you know pay respects where it's due, which you guys have in like logos and naming and all of that. Yeah. So I can't wait till December in that it's way. A logo. I know I yeah, want one that, of those cups too. I feel like you need to add that to your repertoire. Think absolutely, you're going to be selling. People so. love the swag. I mean, I've got the T-shirt, <laughs> and they're going to love you guys. They do. They're already. Thank texting in how awesome. can they support where can they go so online how can we can get, get connected today yasuyopan.com uh, on Instagram on Facebook uh, on Amazon I mean we're available pretty much everywhere we've worked really hard to try to make it ubiquitous for these moments well so. this is just the first of many you guys come yes. back right oh, oh yes. absolutely please, All right. please. You, you maybe guys? we'll come back for a cocktail hour session yes. ah, so we'll, like they have to be pre-recorded <laughs> 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 alright you guys stick with well, us to get more so for you coming for up support. next yes Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) 
things you are on your computer or your mobile device, just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I got Tanya in the studio, which means it's Friday here on Good Things to talk about movies, Ghostbusters. That's not coming out. That already An came out, right? But a goodie. An oldie, but a goodie. You know, I never saw the remake of it, but I hear it was. De- well, you shared with us, but I can't yeah. remember now how long ago that was. It's still hearing yeah, decent I, things I've about it. I've heard rumblings of another remake, so. If it makes knows. money, they'll make another one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, well, fortunately, we have all originals this weekend. <laughs> um, that the, hasn't happened in a while. I has know, it? I know. And um, there's a lot to choose from. So you know, if you don't have anything else to do, I think you'll find something to see at the theater. Um, the first one is Black Adam, which stars Dwayne Johnson. It's the latest DC superhero come to life, um, and this character is actually, I think, supposed to be kind of like an evil version of Sh- Shazam and was supposed to be introduced uh, or uh, his backstory, origin story was supposed to happen in the Shazam movie that came out a few years ago. And that, that one, they have a sequel coming up, um, I believe, in December. Um, but The Rock got involved and said, you know what? I think Black Adam's story is too big and Shazam's story is too big. Let's not clutter one movie with both of their backstories. So they each got their own movie. How nice. Yeah, and Shazam did really well, and I thought it was one of the better DC movies I've seen. So I have high hopes for Black Adam. I think it'll be good. Um, It's got a great cast in addition to Dwayne um, Pierce Brosnan's in it. Um, so it's hard to go wrong with him. Have you seen this one? I have not seen it yet. It is PG-13, too. So I would think it's probably in the same vein as all the other action movies, you know, superhero movies. As far I don't know as how I feel about him being not nice. Oh, I know. I know. But you think you're going to end up liking him anyway. Yes, yeah. he's the rock. You can't not like him. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a twist. And uh, and I know nothing about this character. We were briefly introduced to him in Shazam, uh, just as you know, they were kind of going back, talking about the gods and how Shazam got his powers and all of that. And so you saw kind of an image of Black Adam, and it was the Rock's face, kind of, because at that point they knew he was going to be playing the character. They were probably already getting ready to film at that point. Um, but the other big movie this weekend that I have seen, and I have, I'm happy to say I loved it, is Ticket to Paradise. <gasps> Yay! Um, this, so glad you like it. I know. It's like, you know, even the best movies usually have one little section where you feel like, okay, this is a good time to go to the bathroom. Or you tell your friends, hey, when you go see it, when this happens, that's a good time to go to the bathroom. Um, but this one kept me engaged the whole time. Like, there were no lulls. It was just nonstop comedy. Um, and then heartwarming. I cried. I, I went through every emotion, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, the you know, George Clooney and Julia Roberts have teamed up again. Um, we've seen them in the Ocean series, Ocean Eleven, um, and some other movies together. But they obviously are friends in real life and you can see it on the screen their chemistry is just incredible but they're a divorced couple who cannot be in the same room with each other they just bicker and their daughter graduates college with or law school she's getting ready to start her career but before she does that she's going to bora 
and um well is that right so, um, somewhere sunny yeah somewhere tropical <laughs> and um you know to have her last hurrah before she settles down and of course she meets the man of her dreams and decides to stay there get married and so they have to team up to try to keep her from making the mistake same mistake they made which was getting married too quickly so anyway lots of funny things yes and the, i'm sure that the the writing's on the wall and how it may or may oh, not yeah. end but who cares i know and then there even uh another little fun thing is the end credits they show bloopers so make sure you stay in your seat for that because it's really funny um but just even the little incidental characters were so good and well thought out you know um and really contributed to the the humor of the movie um but i and i just loved it i loved every minute of it and you know it's been a long time since we've had a good romantic comedy that's not rated r um yeah also you and you don't have to worry about oh they're gonna have a sequel do they leave you hanging it's yeah. just a movie yeah just, you know from start to end i saw um in an interview recently i thought it was cute that um she has him uh, george clooney in real life julia roberts saved in her phone as batman that's how <laughs> that's like their friendship or whatever yeah he's at one time he played batman yeah and so anyway you know that spills over to their yeah chemistry online and i thought george played such a good father in this movie you know i think this uh, well actually there have been movies where he's had like teenage daughters um, but, you know, of course, they're aging in real life, so their kids on screen will be getting older. But I just felt like he was very endearing. Uh, I, I don't know. It just, they sold it. I thought it was just well-written and well-acted and kind of believable, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think you see, I, I think it's a kind of a true-to-life story, really. So what else we got? Um, well, there's actually a couple more that are streaming this weekend. One actually started yesterday, and it's called The School of Good and Evil. And it's sort of like I heard uh, one of the actors being interviewed, actually the director, um, and it's Paul Feig, who he he did the Ghostbusters remake, the not the last one, but the one before uh, with the all female but he's known for he did bridesmaids he's known for all these comedies he's very successful his brother is kind of the mastermind behind all the marvel uh redos and or movies the universe um but it's kind of like harry potter meets mean girls and so it's uh these two teenage girls one is clearly feels like she's the good one the other one feels like she's the bad one they go off to school and are assigned to the opposite schools so the good one goes to the bad and vice versa and so they're trying to figure out why and um trying to get to the school they want to be in but um i've actually started watching it i got about halfway through it and ran out of time and so far it's really good the special effects aren't great but it's you know good for a tv movie you know i'm always down for something i can watch at home yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and yeah i was going to tell you uh ticket to paradise will be on peacock in 45 days so if you're really anxious to see it go on um and it's only expected to make about 15 million whereas black adam is like 50 60 million Mm -hmm. so i don't think it's going to come out on top this weekend but i think it's going to get a good crowd 
I hope it does. Yeah. That way they make more of those kinds. Yeah, and it already got a million dollars yesterday, you know, with just the sneak peek. So that's a good start. That is a very good start. You mentioned some more streamings? Um, Yeah, well, um, in addition to that, we've also got... um, what was the movie you and I were talking about last week with... I saw uh, um, a few. So the Girl. The Luckiest Girl the Alive. The Luckiest Girl Alive. That's another one that's been out for a couple of weeks now. Um, that's really good to check out. Definitely just adults, though. Yes. And um, um, what is it when you when someone... They, inheritance. Yes. Inher- not inheritance. 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 I have to say that one's good. Yeah. That one has some twists and turns and oh my gods. and But it, the acting's good for... And it leaves you... You're pretty... Surprise! You know you're pretty surprised till the till the very end. Yeah, um, and the I guess the next big theatrical movie after this weekend is going to be Black Panther. Uh, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever is coming out November 11th. Um, and I then still there's not know who the new one is. Um, no, I mean I I think everybody probably comic book fans have a better idea, but um, everybody's kind of got their theories out there. As to who's going to have that suit on. Good, well, a well-kept secret for Hollywood. Yeah. And um, also the following week, She Said is coming out, which is a movie about Harvey Weinstein. So oh, that's going to be interesting. I just, the whole time, I, they actually had a trailer for that when I went to see Ticket to Paradise. And the whole time I thought, gosh, what does it feel like for him to be the guy behind all of these movies, and now there's a movie about him. Wasn't there another movie made about the... It had, like, Charlize Theron and some other ladies? Yeah. Um, and she looked just like the reporter she was playing. Oh, what's her face? Yeah. I, I can't, I'm blanking Megan. out today. Oh, Rhino Help. Sinking. Sinking. It seems like it's a one-word title. She had her moment on NBC, then they kicked her off. What's her face? I Megan was, Kelly. Yes. Ah. Yes. That was who there's but Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to go see, but I, I, my eyes are on Ticket for Paradise, so I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Thumbs up. All right, you guys stick with us. we got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. in Louisville on Ceasefire Text Line texting in the good things. We watching good things while cooking a pot of gumbo. No better way to spend a Friday. We appreciate you, Patrick, but Rhino and I would really like a bowl of gumbo. <laughs> Probably a little bit more filling than my KFC bowl. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget, you got this weekend the Twilight Concert Series. It's back this Saturday. You've got the Blues Traveler. You've got Government Mule. will be at the Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You can get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or at TwilightMS.com. And we just learned, too, that the specialty drink there, along with Cathead, will be our guest who just joined us, uh, Yazoo Yopon Tea Company. Coolest story ever. This is one. If you missed it, if you're just tuning in, give it an hour or so. Go check it back out on YouTube or in podcast form. I think you're going to be um, uh, impressed, and you're going to want to stick around to, to see how that story uh, plays out in Clarksdale, uh, Mississippi. But coming up, too, on next week at the Gallo Show, we'll be at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson on Thursday for the annual Mississippi Economic Council Hobnob. This is the biggest gathering for movers, shakers, playmakers from across the state. It's the number one gathering place for networking with statewide po- uh, political and business leaders. If you want some more information on this year's Hobnob, you can register at mec.ms. And if you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group today, you see it was an exciting morning here in the metro uh, area. You had uh, ABC. Good Morning America's, ABC's Good Morning America, was here um, broadcasting live at JSU. It looked like it was a wonderful event, highlighted Deion Sanders and all they're doing in their upcoming homecoming, which I thought uh, it's always good to shine a nice light on Mississippi. And then, too, you'll see that there's a new movie coming out, The Minute You Wake Up Dead, which sounds like a terrible thing to happen, but it's got some of our favorites, or at least Mississippi favorite. It's starring Morgan Freeman. It's got Jamie Alexander, Cole Hauser, I think I'm saying that right, from yep. Yellowstone. Every, every Yellowstone lover's like, yes, you nailed it, and yay. Um, it's, it's supposed to be sexy, riveting, and thriller that's going to keep you guessing. And so it should be coming out on uh, demand and digital on November the 4th. You can I also- heard it explained or described as what happens when big money enters a small town and a murder. All right. Well, you had me at Morgan Freeman. You know, I think he's he is choosing his projects, you know, wisely these year. These, you know, not as many. And so it's like, yes, if he's going to put his time to it, then here we go. And I think it was shot. A lot of it was shot here in Mississippi, if I am correct. Um, they don't hold me to that. But we'll find out more about that as uh as it comes closer to time for it to release. Also, to another Mississippian, Madison Bylinus. Yes, filming began in Mississippi February of this year. Thank you. I was like, I think so. I think I'm right on that. Um, but violinist John, oh, I'm going to get his butcher's last name. But he's of Madison, and he got to showcase his violin skills on the Jennifer Hutchins show. So, Uzo Dinma. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to give that one a go on a Friday afternoon. So a lot of Mississippians out there moving and shaking and bringing some good light to our state. So you always love that. Speaking of light, you got Friday night lights. It's Friday night. So I know the it's hard to believe that the season's slowly winding down. Is that fair to say? One one game at a time. There's there's less on the schedule than there was a few weeks ago. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Don't forget you can stream a ton of games. You can get your up-to-minute uh, scores from a, from these around the state. I'm gonna get it right. Supertalk.fm slash high school. If you've got the app, you can click sports. Don't forget too, you got the scoreboard preview show. It comes on at six. Then you got the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. tonight. 
lots of good stuff going on. Any good games you know of? I think, oh, you got Bulldog Bash going on this weekend and Starkville. I know they're going to be somewhere that they're just ready to get back from. That's not true. You know, I'm always for the underdog, so anything is possible. You just have to believe. And I know many of you are probably, too, gearing up and headed towards Baton Rouge, so that should be a lot of fun as well. The Rebels in Red Stick. The what? Baton Rouge, that translates to Red Stick. Gotcha. Didn't know the lingo. Now I know why Patrick is making gumbo. It's going to be another football Saturday, Friday night or sort of Saturday here here in the SIP. With glorious weather. Oh, really? I know we need the rain. I get it. I do. But have you at least enjoyed the weather that the Lord has provided us over the last week? If you hadn't had a car nap or ate your lunch outside or took the dog for an extra long walk, shame on you. Because this has almost just been perfect for this last week. No, it has been. The weather has been pretty on par with perfect. So enjoy it while you can. You got more coming up next with the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. We'll meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.